the Koryu podcast, where we discuss the culture between uh, Japan and Canada. I'm Zach from Canada. I'm Noah from Japan. And uh, this week we have a special guest, Alex from the Ikinari podcast and the Somewhat JP YouTube channel. Uh, so yeah, first of all, thanks for being here. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and uh, for those people um, who might not be familiar, um, I guess, with your work, uh, mm. can you just give us a bit of an intro to, to those? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, right right now I'm I'm working in in Tokyo at a game company, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I also have a a little podcast I do every week. Uh, that's only in Japanese. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always kind of like it's it's called Ikinari podcast. Ikinari means like sudden or like quick or sudden or whatever. And by basically sure, just sure. like no frills, just speak Japanese, and then ends randomly, ends starts randomly. It's kind of like a <laughs> random podcast and then i also do some some youtube here and there I, mostly about vocab and stuff like that because i i enjoy some some vocab that's that, that's me nice to thank yeah. you for having me yeah yeah thanks for being here yeah i just i guess what's good from a perspective of a japanese lawyer i feel like your um like your youtube channel is really good for <laughs> i guess for like really specific i guess like programming japanese but also yeah. um, <laughs> as i was kind of telling you like um your video about like how to learn japanese and like mm-hmm um you were talking about like if you get into a slump to kind of just like just try something new mm. yeah i feel like that's for me personally it's been really really helpful yeah um, i I'm, I'm happy to hear that honestly yeah because even, even now i'm kind of in a slump at this point right because uh uh mm-hmm. now that i'm like used to everything uh things have kind of like gotten kind of to a, the same pace and i, I don't like things mm-hmm. being at the same pace mm-hmm. you know so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now i'm trying to find a way to switch it up maybe i should watch that video again honestly to remind us <laughs> what, I, what i think sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah <laughs> and then also i will say your, your podcast is also um i really appreciate how um i guess it is just very raw um and i guess mm-hmm. for a japanese learner like you kind of learn um like the kind of like really casual japanese that you're not going to get from like a textbook generally yeah um, we try not to sugarcoat anything for sure mm-hmm. uh and like we we try not to have like the classic you know um i don't know start music or whatever yeah, like yeah. it's like very very like like very no editing like if if we mess <laughs> sure, up sure. in the middle of it or whatever or like mm-hmm. there's a little pause where like i don't know what to say we don't edit sure, any sure. of it it's like all the only editing i do is like i cut the start in the beginning with like the, the emptiness, <laughs> sure. you know, like, no yeah 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 <laughs> that's all i do and then i just send it over to to uh to nihongo no kai the, the guy that i'm working with um sure sure, sure. And, and, <laughs> and that's it so yeah <laughs> yeah that's great it's very I, very I, low low effort so it's good for me honestly i just say i'd really love it if um you kept that the same, but they also like threw in like a me undies ad. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, really random. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be like so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very funny. Just random ads throughout the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, anyways, yeah. Uh, getting back to the topic this week. So, um, as Alex mentioned, uh, he does work in game development um, and has mm. worked in um, both Japan and Canada. So, we just want to talk about mm. that because uh, I feel like there's not a lot of people i could say they've done that uh so i feel like you've got a very yeah it's a very niche thing especially with like my channel as well i feel like there's not a lot of programming stuff about japanese and like game dev stuff Mm -hmm. specifically about like the language as well so it's a very like niche area which i guess i'm i'm happy to be in (laughs) but uh, sure sure. yeah 
Yeah. So I guess just to start off, can you just like give us just like a bit of your background uh, in game mm-hmm. development? So I guess um, like how, kind of how you got started and uh, I guess what exactly you do. Right, right, sense. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I studied uh, computer science in university. Uh, mm-hmm. I did that for four years. And uh, before then, before then in like high school and everything, I did some programming as well. Like my parents are actually both programmers. So they oh, kind of cool. Mm. Uh, that's awesome they probably i think they kind of like like my dad i went in one weekend randomly when i was like i think like sixth grade or something i was pretty small yeah, yeah. uh like he was like oh let's make a snake game let's like program a snake sure, game sure. Or something. and i had no idea what programming was so we made it together mm-hmm. uh, in a weekend uh and i was like i think he like he like spread his roots into like my brain to like about programming <laughs> yeah, and games or whatever and from then it kind of just spiraled spiraled into a career i guess um sure sure but, uh but yeah so i just kind of i really liked i just played a lot of games and i wanted to make mm-hmm. them i didn't know what that meant and then i figured it out i figured out it all and i know math and programming and then i like those and then oh, that's awesome. kind of thing um but yeah now like I, before so i worked in in toronto at a game company and now i'm here at another game company in tokyo uh mm-hmm. in toronto i worked as like a, a tools programmer mm-hmm. um and now I'm working as a, a game programmer. So they're kind of like different parts of the game uh, flow, I would say. Like the game like mm-hmm. sure, development sure. flow. Um, tools would be kind of like making little tools or like productivity applications mm-hmm. or whatever that support the people making the games. So okay. if you imagine mm-hmm. like, uh, what did I make before? Um, for example, like uh, a website that people can use that that only people inside like the company that can use that can oh, like okay. send random like like cheat commands or something like that to any game that's currently currently running kind of oh thing. okay stuff like stuff like that um so like tools that people will use to like basically like help speed up their process or like make stuff sure, easier sure. Stuff like that. Uh, oh okay yes yeah, so i did that in in toronto and now here i'm just a game programmer basically so um just making parts of I can't really say specifics yet because the game I'm yeah don't not, worry don't worry uh, isn't uh, for sure for sure yet, but uh, just parts of the game so, uh, so I can't even think yeah, I yeah even, of course I can't yeah. Even <laughs> an example of this. yeah I'm, I'm sure yeah, there's like l- like legal stuff too too yeah don't worry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah just that's just basic basic parts of the game any any part you, you can imagine that's like only the game not like the deep deep parts but like that's on top of like the engine or something like that. Sure, sure. My field, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering. So you said both your parents are programmers. Um, mm-hmm. what kind of programming did they do? Uh, they did like the more um, not as fun programming, I would say. Uh, <laughs> sure. like my my dad uh does more like database business logic kind of. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Stuff. Um, so just handling a lot of data from like that comes from like warehouses for example and like Mm -hmm. tracking stuff that are scanned or stuff like that uh it's 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 very just business focused kind of thing um sure uh but he's he's big on like the database stuff um there and my mom also does database stuff i think i think she's technically now like a a data analyst data architect of sorts or something like that Mm. um Mm -hmm. uh but she works for like a like a clothing company, I guess, and then handles like okay. all their all their like stock data and everything like that uh, behind the scenes, I guess. Uh, that's, that's, that's what 
I don't know. That's why I, I think she does. <laughs> oh, okay. Did they teach you how to like program everything, like something? Uh, they they taught me a little bit. Like mostly、uh, like my dad. My dad is is the more like strict like one of the family.、Mm-hmm. So like he wanted to, me to like learn some programming. So he taught me in the beginning、uh, a little bit. He wanted to teach me more, but then I was kind of like once it got too intense. I was kind of like, I just want to play games, man. This is too much. I want to play games, so um,、uh, it didn't go on for too long.、Uh, the, the lessons didn't go on for too long, but、uh, they definitely like helped me in the beginning. I would say for sure the most. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Because I guess like programming for like database stuff and for video games for sure is not quite the same. I mean, yeah, it's like fundamentals, but like.、Mm-hmm. There are there definitely some fun. I mean, they definitely、um, have touched the realm of like what I'm like. My dad specifically has worked for、uh, a game company like when he、oh, first、cool. started programming、uh, in Romania.、Uh, actually,、mm. the same company that I I worked for as well.、Um, oh, cool! <laughs> which is pretty, which is pretty funny, honestly. Like we we started at this that that company. I mean, his was based in in Romania. Mine was in Toronto. But like he started、mm-hmm. when he was like. I don't know what twenty one or something like that. I also started when I was twenty one or something like that.、Uh, at the same company, I mean different periods, but、uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really interesting.、Uh, so he has like some like there's some some like if I talk about what I'm doing, they'll understand、mm-hmm. everything kind of thing, and the other way around. So sure, yeah, that's really cool. And I guess just、uh, kind of going off that. So is there a type type of game you like developing the most?、Mm. Or yeah,、um, yeah. I mean, I I mean I don't. I I haven't really experienced it too much, but I don't think I'd like social, like the mobile app social games or whatever like that. You know, like、uh, <laughs> like I don't know, like they're like you know very popular like uh, uh, gacha games that are on like oh on, sure sure、uh, mm. on your phone and everything. I don't think I'm a big fan of those.、Uh, I really like the bigger like at least for now the bigger like bigger 3D like AAA level、mm-hmm. games kind、mm. of thing. Like I really sure, enjoy.、Sure. Because they get really, really complex, and I enjoy like it's like a good challenge. I think、mm-hmm. uh, programming for it. So that's basically that's that's what I've mostly been like experienced with as well. So that's kind of what I'm most used to. But sure, sure. Yeah, that's kind of what I like making the most. I would say. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So for for the company you worked for in Canada,、um, of course we don't have to get too far into specifics. But what, like, what kind of company was it? Um, uh, it, I guess size wise, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty big one. It was a triple A company.、Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's triple A company. So the game the game like、uh, the scale of all the games they made were pretty pretty big,、um, mm-hmm. which kind of works with what I said earlier about just like making like a big triple A like three D、mm-hmm. game kind of thing.、Um, uh, but yeah, and then the company I'm at now is it's、mm-hmm. a smaller. Company, I don't think it's a triple A company or anything, but like sure, they sure. work with a lot of they. They're mostly like they get contracts from other big companies and then they work with them kind of thing. So, oh,、okay. uh, even if our company is not like you know specifically triple A or whatever like that, maybe we get a chance to you know work on a a bigger title because it's just a contract、mm-hmm. or something like that.、Um, oh, sure, sure. Stuff floating around there, but yeah, yeah. So and so, what is um, I guess how different are those experiences? Uh, mm. For you, it they're very different. I mean, obviously, the 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 elephant in the room is 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 that it's 
Canada versus Japan. Like, yeah, <laughs> not a, even if it's the exact same thing, it would be very, very different. I feel. Yeah. Um, but just like work wise, I guess, like not even like mm-hmm. pretending it's not in like Japan versus Canada or something like that. Just work wise, mm-hmm. I guess the biggest difference is that uh, uh, the one in Toronto was like making their own games, kind of thing, mm-hmm. their own like AAA games, kind of thing. And then now in Japan, we're like we get contracts, so uh, like mm-hmm. a lot of creative direction, for example, comes from other companies rather than us, kind of thing. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, like uh, we need to if there's like a milestone or whatever, we always need to. I mean, even I guess even even um in Toronto, we had to do something similar, but like we had to have like a like a like a for example a a alpha build or something like that, like a certain mm-hmm. milestone, and then we had to like, send it off to another company to them see like right right see if they accept this as a successful whatever milestone build and then like you know mm-hmm. kind of always having to get you know approval of everything you're doing but technically mm-hmm. that's also how like other big companies even if they're making their own games work because even if yeah, it's yeah, for internal, sure. like you send up to like the ceo of the company at the end like they'll be checking like every like alpha beta build or whatever like that uh oh, cool there's, I mean, there's, there's those, like, those are, there's those small differences there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, like, in now, because I'm at a smaller company, there's a lot of people that are, like, mm-hmm. we, we don't have a lot of people, so you kind of have, have to wear a lot of hats. Um, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, normally at a bigger company, there's enough people for everything. Like, they're, they're, they just hire so many people that, like, everyone has mm-hmm. their own feature and they're working on their only that one feature and they're the master of that one feature. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but for me now, I definitely like I'm working on, for example, like three, four main features, I guess, and I have to like kind of figure out my mm-hmm. time there. And I don't have like a a real manager ev- even like that's like oh, making sure I'm doing all my tasks or whatever. Like I have a, I have a person mm-hmm. that I go for for advice and everything. That's kind of my manager, but there's mm-hmm. no one telling me like, oh, you should focus on this for this week and this for next week. Like, I have to kind of just figure it out myself, which is very different. Right, right. A big company where like that's very, very you have to like every not every you have to, have to like manage every hour but you sure. have to be very like they they check on you to make sure like you're you're uh not getting off track or something like that you know yeah yeah for uh, sure um and so between the two is there one that you prefer more mm, that that one i don't know yet that's what i'm trying to figure it out honestly that's that's part of why i wanted to mm-hmm. experience it here like to see the different scales and like what mm-hmm. i actually do like um in addition to like if i want tools if i like tools programming versus game programming because i really enjoyed my mm-hmm. like experience with tools because like also there's like since you're not working on the game itself you know for big milestones mm-hmm. or whatever you don't have to crunch too much either for that which is nice. oh, that's good um for games obviously like there's a milestone you have to get your feature in by whatever uh, <laughs> right yeah if you're making a tool like it's not going in the game if really if you can't finish it then like people will just have to do a little extra work to do whatever oh, sure, sure. is fixing but or helping um so there's less stress there uh but trying to figure out the what i like the most is kind of where i am in my life i guess now or in my career sure yeah. sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so for i guess for crunch time um mm. do you think it's more common in japan or less common can i know in canada you said like it's kind of different because you're working on tools yeah um, mm. but at least i guess for overtime i mean it's right. pretty famous for japan uh yeah i can say there's a lot has that been your experience so far 
Um, so luckily, like sorry. the company I'm, I'm at is. Uh, oh, can I ask you something? Sorry, can I, what, oh, yeah. what is that? Crunch time? Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Thank <laughs> you so much. Sorry, we all explained it. I didn't okay. understand it. Sorry. Can I? Can you explain it? Like the crunch time is like. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. I guess may I may I, I should have said crunch time because like crunch time is really specific. Um. And Alex, correct correct me here if I get this wrong. So crunch uh, time is like right before like a big milestone like they have to they usually have to get like a lot of work done um so usually like there's a lot of overtime mm. uh, like basically to get the work done um mm. and apparently it's pretty common in video games for running food definitely yeah i mean crunch time for sure is uh, yeah i guess crunch, crunch time is just overtime before a milestone that's probably the easiest way yeah uh, I, I guess, uh, but what i think crunch time no, no matter what game company you go to is they're gonna you're gonna have that um sure, sure. for for better or worse i guess but yeah so not so even in even in toronto even in in japan now like there's definitely crunch time before i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like right before milestone right now so it's very very busy uh oh uh, wow thanks for being here yeah, yeah. yeah you're uh, now it's, it's golden week now so it's all chill um uh, okay. but, yeah. <laughs> that's good but, uh, yeah so definitely i'm feeling the crunch time even now um but mm-hmm. And I think like, like I've heard a lot of stories and everything from like my my coworkers here uh, in Japan about like other companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the company I'm at is really really good where they don't like you doing overtime. Like they're very very specific. Oh, that's great. Like, no overtime. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you need mm-hmm. if you need to crunch a little bit to do finish your stuff, then that's kind of like it can't really help that. But but yeah, um, there's not a lot of overtime uh, there. That's like there's no mandated like no specific like com- like mandatory. Um, sure sure uh crunch time for sure is there in toronto for sure there's uh, definitely a lot of crunch time not a lot of overtime um but definitely once you get to the game side of stuff there's a lot of there's that crunch time is definitely definitely goes up um sure sure that's kind of like the i kind of like danced around the subject a little bit but uh, (laughs) yeah that's kind of like the main idea yeah, so I guess um, I guess to further expand a little bit more mm-hmm. um, between I guess Canadian like the Canadian work style and the Japanese one, like what do you think are the biggest differences? Mm, um, yeah, there's a lot of like in terms of like working styles, styles specifically. I'm trying to trying to think of a good way. Or, or even is there, was there anything that like kind of surprised you when you started working in Japan? Yeah, I mean, so even even now, I guess like uh, I guess kind of goes back to like overtime uh, in a way. But uh, the company right now, I think, because in just Japan generally, the I the the culture of of overtime is mm-hmm. very 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 like entrenched. It's very like into the in in the culture, right? Uh, where like everyone just ha- does the overtime and it's like normal, you know, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, because of that, even if like we're at like a company now where uh, they're they don't want you to do overtime and like that's okay, you don't have to. People still tend to like because they're used to it are still doing like overtime oh, for no reason. You know what sure, I mean? Sure. Uh, like people are just here late uh, all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, for me, I try to like when I don't have to crunch, I'll like because we work usually ten to seven. I come exactly oh, okay. and I leave exactly at seven when when possible. I try to leave exactly sure, at seven, sure. make my hours and like do my stuff. But people are there until like nine easily, nine ten. Like wow. normally, um, when I don't even know if they have to. But this is kind of like something that they're used to. 
it's like not even like a they're not even like it's not it doesn't even they don't even mind it they don't care like wow yeah that uh, is, <laughs> yeah, is really that's, interesting that's right? like, yeah it's completely different because here like generally for overtime even if it's just a little bit i feel like people mm-hmm. kind of make a big deal about it yeah um, the, like, people are very like protective of their time that are like outside yeah, absolutely. Outside work right where it's the complete opposite here like people are expected to work extra and not and be okay with it yeah and then they get used to it right yeah i guess another aspect i guess kind of going off the same thing is that like in japan like i guess nobi kai or like drinking parties with your like mm. co-workers is right. pretty common but like in canada like that kind of thing i feel like never happens right or like for sure your boss couldn't force you to do that yeah um i mean so i haven't had an experience yet with nomi kai just because of uh corona like the pandemic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which i guess i wanted to experience it honestly i, I do sure, enjoy sure. uh drinking so like i think that would have been fun but i mean that's probably in maybe a year or two maybe i'll be able it's to probably on the card still yeah for yeah sure. yeah it's still there um but what's interesting i think it's like it's weirdly flipped in a way where at least for game companies uh where I think in Japan, like after work, everything people are very mm-hmm. people like are okay with drinking and everything with their coworkers and stuff like that, right? People are very open in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, like if you go to lunch or something with your coworkers in Japan or whatever, no one's ever going to order a beer or something like that. That's like oh, the weirdest. Okay. Thing. It's the weirdest thing I feel like. I, I, I like talk. <laughs> I mean, now yeah, maybe you can you can you can also. I don't know if you agree or if you've had this experience as well. But like during lunch, mm. no one ever drinks alcohol, right? Yeah, right. Like you mean, no one drinks alcohol like on the nomikai in the nomikai. No, like, no, no, just during lunch, like lunchtime. Uh, during lunch, okay. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen people never seen, drinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, is it, it's kind lunch. of weird, right? If someone. Yeah. Their, their, yeah. I I sometimes see like some middle aged people, like okay. middle aged guys. Mm. Like, <laughs> if they have free times, you know, mm. like lunch with okay, okay. alcohol could be happen, but mm. yeah, I've never seen actually in my yeah. case. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, so you, but what in Toronto basically, right? People would go out for, for for lunch or something, right? Mm. And people would just get a beer. Like that's just the thing. Like during lunch and everything, we just get a beer mm. and like, uh, especially yeah. if it was. Like a, we don't have lunch with like everyone all the time, so it's like kind of not an occasion, not a special thing, but like uh, people just you know, oh, let's just get a picture, like it's lunch, like let's have fun, it's a Friday or something, you know, like that. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. People for sure. use that as like people like, drink like during lunch and then go back and then be fine, kind of thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But then after work and everything, you don't really have those like nomikai, that nomikai yeah. culture. Mm. So like people don't really, unless you have like your own group of friends yeah that's different i think like your own like co-worker mm-hmm. group of friends maybe you'll go out to drink or whatever yeah, I mean, yeah that's, totally that's separate but as like a company just like a thing that you do not as mm-hmm. common um yeah uh, but that's weird to drink during lunch here uh at least like <laughs> I, and i've asked a lot of my co-workers about mm-hmm. like oh so, like, like for example if i ordered a beer right now like what would you think and they're like what why would you order a beer <laughs> it's very very weird so like it's in a way right it's interesting you know oh yeah yeah that's very interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I guess um for me like the only time i've ever gone to that situation like working in canada is that i guess maybe for like work kind of like retreats uh because so for like my old company um mm. we had like a yearly meeting with like literally everyone from the company 
Okay. And like yeah. after all like the meetings and stuff were done, like people mm -hmm. would go drinking uh yeah. like, either at the hotel or even like go to clubs and stuff. Right, right, right. But other other than that, and that and that was like during the weekend too, which was very like uncommon. Mm -hmm. Um and we like we got paid for it as well. Mm -hmm. But like I don't think you get paid for Nobi Kai, right? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's off that's off like work that's like off work hours, right? So I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. your 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 boss will pay for like the people. I think like at the nomikai. Oh, okay. I think your boss sometimes will pay. I think I don't know. Yeah, in my case, before I went to Canada, mm -hmm. I worked at the company as a salesperson, and then I was a uh, like new when I was a new. So mm -hmm. like all bosses, all bosses uh pay for me. Like mm -hmm. when when I joined the nomikai. Mm -hmm. So. I think it depends on the company and also like uh, my position. I think mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it like whenever I have like lunch, for example, with like a, I guess like a senpai, right? Anyone that's older than me or that's been at the right. company for longer, they always mm -hmm. pay for me. Always. Always. Yeah. Like even if it's like mm -hmm. like someone that is like we're kind of friends. We're fr there were friends, but they're still like my senpai, I guess. Uh, they'll pay for me usually. Uh, yeah. And then they always say to me like, oh, make sure you pay for, you. don't worry, I'll, you just, you have to pay for your kohai. Your, your, right, your, right. Your, your, That's yeah, culture. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I thought that was really interesting, right? Like, it's, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, that, so there's that culture of like, where you don't have to pay for it. Um, there, mm -hmm. you, know, like, you just kind of keep that, that cycle going. Um, but definitely, like, even in, in Toronto, for example, like, like what you said about, like, you know, end of year party or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Like that's mm -hmm. usually, I guess, after work or maybe, like, the work day ends halfway and then you do, like, yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, that I've experienced both in Toronto and Japan. Both of them had, like, like even, oh, okay. even in Japan here, we had a, a null kite, which is, like, an end of year party. Oh, okay. Um, and, like, there... Uh, I mean, we were all like, at our own desks or whatever because people were still like mm -hmm. people were in the company or whatever. But then they just brought out like food and drinks or whatever. Um, sure, sure. And like halfway through, we like through the day, we just like did that and like chatted uh, with people. So it wasn't like a full on nomikai, like you know, going to like a restaurant or something like that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or like a izakaya or something. But just in the company, and we had drinks and then uh, food, and that's it. So we had that there, and it's a smaller company, so like the scale was smaller. Um, right. Yeah. But in Toronto, at like the, the the bigger company, like they went all out for like Christmas and like <laughs> uh, end of year, they went like crazy on on that. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Those we had those kind of things, but mm -hmm. it's more like yeah, events. I think are still kind of no matter where you go, you're gonna have those. But mm -hmm. uh, that's also usually on company time, I guess. I guess like sometimes it would happen on a weekend, but not too often. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel I feel like there was there's a lot of like kind of smaller stuff like that that you maybe wouldn't think of. Because um, yeah. I guess also, mm. um, so what I also heard is that so at Nobi Kai, like if you're the um, I guess the youngest or like the newest at the company, you also have to like pour drinks for everyone. And like, if you're gonna cheers, like you have to be like below, yes, everyone or something like that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that one, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to for sure keep in mind. Uh, 
uh, whenever like like I cheer it even like at lunch or something, I'll like make sure to you know like go lower. <laughs> um, For sure, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I think like people are kind of un- unconsciously doing that as well, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the like the the boss will like just normally normally do it kind of thing, right? And like they'll they're okay with you know going like that but like you know if you try to do it with your friends then your friends are like wait no what are you doing and then they try to go lower <laughs> sure sure yeah. Yeah. yeah which is so interesting because in, in canada like we never really think about that kind of stuff no yeah i feel like it, it, mm. i mean sometimes like it depends on the person but, like someone that wants to you know fill everyone's cup or something like that like like They'll, there's some people that you know mm-hmm. will notice like that people's water cups yeah. are like empty and they'll like pour for everyone or whatever. Sure, but sure. like it's less of like that's more of a personality thing i feel instead of like a, absolutely yeah like a like a obligation a societal mm-hmm. obligation you know <laughs> <laughs> very different right so yeah, <laughs> yeah i feel like it's it's almost the opposite like if someone like got like I in Canada, no one would think it was rude if you didn't pour drinks for everyone else, mm. and if you're like the youngest one or like newest in the company. Yeah, I don't think. Like, yeah, does it happen? Does it happen in Japan, in Canada? I don't think so. I I can't think of that ever. Like maybe the only time I guess, and this isn't really work culture, um, mm. but I guess sometimes people have like parents that really like it if their children do that kind of thing. So maybe they yeah. might get kind of angry, but that's a about it i guess yeah i think there's like yeah there's some cultures that are are more strict about that uh mm. but then that becomes a cultural that just it goes back to yeah i guess yeah it's culture like, i guess yeah. cultural <laughs> thing, right? in the end uh so if you're from i'm sure if there was like you know uh maybe a, a canadian like a japanese canadian or something that was at the company mm-hmm. that like you know they heard all the stories from their family and everything and then they worked that you know that ter- game ter- game company in Toronto. They'd be filling everyone's cups, you know, when they started. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> and they wouldn't think about it. Yeah, I'm no. sure that would happen, right? Um, <laughs> and everyone would be like, "Oh, wow, he's so nice," you know. But like, they wouldn't think, "Oh, like he's supposed to do that." They're like, "Oh, wow, he's just so nice," kind of thing. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. What I feel people would think. That's what I would think. Yeah, uh, that kind of makes me wonder. So now, yeah, for you. Um, was there any part of, I guess, Canadian work culture that was surprising for you? Ah, uh, okay. That's a good question. Uh, I, when I was in Canada, I worked for both company, like Japanese company and Canadian mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that it's like just a Canadian restaurant, Japanese restaurant. And then mm-hmm. I sometimes yeah, yeah. compared each other and... I think I'm not sure like every workplace in Canada is the same, but uh, when I worked at the Canadian restaurant, say like everyone is not on time, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it I guess I feel like it kind of depends on the mm. personality, but I feel I, like in general in Canada, like our kind of I don't know the kind of atmosphere is just a lot less strict, I guess. Mm. yeah like, i feel like i feel like if you're like five or ten minutes late like people mm. are are generally okay with it okay mm. okay mm. like when i went to work at the japanese restaurant i usually mm-hmm. you know keep on time but when i went to like canadian restaurant you know i can be late you know so that's <laughs> why you know i was like 
it yeah, late like match your, your match like your match. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mm, I think that's the surprising part for me. Mm, I think. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's some I think, but mm, uh, and also sorry, I found like something like when I work when I worked for a Japanese restaurant, I couldn't mm-hmm. eat in the middle of the working time. Like, mm-hmm. but uh, at a Canadian restaurant, you know, everyone could mm-hmm. eat like something, like could drink anything mm-hmm. around here, oh, like, okay. you know, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like something for, to make some food, like ingredients to, to make mm-hmm. something like we sure, can make, sure. we can, we could eat it. So that's also different, like a biggest, big difference, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. In between yeah. yeah. So definitely the Japanese side is definitely more strict, right? Like you eat during so this strict, time, yeah. during this time, you arrive at this time, you leave at this time. <laughs> yeah. Like, very set and like that that very schedule organized. Is there. Mm, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, like punctual. Definitely. So mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I I liked working at the you know Canadian restaurant because you know I it's not I'm not sure it's if it's good, but I didn't need to be very you know punctual you know i <laughs> i could be like lazy sometimes mm. so and then and it's stressful it's stressful right like to always be exactly on time yeah, yeah yeah even for japanese people i think everyone... oh, yeah, i see people running all the time when it's like because i i for my company it's they're very chill with when you come like Oh, that's uh, awesome. It starts at ten, oh. but people come at eleven sometimes, right? Like it's very, oh, wow. it's very, very like open. Some people come at eleven thirty, kind of like no one cares. Um, <laughs> mm. uh, but like so, but I usually come at ten. I try to come at ten. To, sure, I sure. like having like a a daily schedule for myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure as the new guy too, you want to like make the best impression. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to like come in at eleven randomly one day and then ten another. Yeah, yeah. Day. Like, I want to mm. be there on every same time every day um but sometimes like mm-hmm. I, i'll come between like 9 55 and like 10 10 or something you know it's like a little range because mm-hmm. like the, sure. the trains are sometimes late or like sometimes i just can't get out of bed or you know random stuff like that sure. uh, but when i'm like arriving to work at, when it's like 9 59 or something and i'm on the streets everyone's sprinting everyone's like (laughs) (laughs) around me sprinting for their lives right like not be late to work because i guess they're Uh, working at 10 right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm like oh what's going on and then i'll like enter i always like pass by i always go to like the the convenience store on my way Mm. to work uh Mm -hmm. and if i ever go in after 10 like even if it's like 1001 there's no one there no one oh that's crazy it's like because everyone's at work now. Everyone's like, yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. gonna be late, right? And like <laughs> be in line at the convenience store. So then, uh, but if I come a little early, if I'm there at like nine fifty-five or something, mm-hmm. uh, huge line, huge line. Like there's so many people. Mm. Uh, so I've started to like, I don't know, I, 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 I like being a little bit later on the on the later side. So I yeah, don't. yeah, it makes uh, sense. Like, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So many sprinting. Like. Like, are there some, like, people from other countries in your country? In my in your, company? Sorry, in your company, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I'd say there's, like, uh, like 10%, maybe, mm. uh, are, are from, like, are from other countries. Um, we have, like, one guy 
that came around the same time as me like he's also a new grad um from america uh there's a girl from america there's there's a guy from like belgium and like uh, france and uh there's a couple of people from china there's a couple of people from korea stuff like that yeah oh cool mm. i'm i just wonder like how did you how you find the uh, found your job like in japan like oh you... yeah um yeah, that's a good question yeah yeah um uh so i mean i was i was first like applying to like big game companies and everything that i wanted to work for um mm -hmm. just directly kind of thing and that was hard because i also like I, I don't have the the jlpt n1 which is mm. usually a, a a prerequisite uh for yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of especially like big companies like that right where if mm -hmm. you don't have n1 then they won't even like look at your the rest of your resume right uh, right yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what i found that's what happened to me right like uh i had i had n2 but then they said oh you don't have n1 so we don't think we can trust you with tasks mm. or something like that. Like I was like, what? I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but then, like the, the 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 few companies I did like interview for, mm -hmm. um, they were they were like they were surprised I only had N two from like talking and everything. So like mm. it, it that's when I found like the JLPT really doesn't like prove what you can do, for better or worse, right? Like, sure sure yeah 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 i was just gonna say like i guess that's just the kind of limitation of any test like it's yeah i think most cases like it's it feels like really rare that a test is gonna be like a super accurate representation very rare um, yeah. yeah yeah like because like especially um for like kind of standardized tests um mm. it's really of course it's gonna focus on the most like textbook stuff but like i feel like knowing some of the more uh i don't know i guess casual and like slang kind of stuff is also pretty important too um, mm -hmm. especially because like when you're making friends and stuff like that's what you're gonna be using most of the time yeah yeah um it's, i i found like the casual stuff is also important in a company sometimes as well uh oh sure because like everyone's trying to be you know they use kegel like the formal mm -hmm. language everything all the time um yeah, yeah. But sometimes you know like you're talking to like someone and like they'll put a little bit of like casual into a little bit a little bit you know yeah, yeah, yeah. sure sure and then you feel closer already you know like like mm -hmm. like you're always speaking ca like formally and all of a sudden like someone will say a little bit casual like, Ooh, like we're friends now and you get like you close in that, that distance between each other right uh yeah, yeah. uh and like that's a really good way to like you know get closer with your your coworkers, mm -hmm. i think um you know uh rather than always just being very very formal all the time sure um, sure yeah so i think i think there's, there's value in both for sure like for if you sure, understand yeah. the whole range then you can s smartly choose the right on the right yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah yeah um what was i saying uh how i got the, the job um um got derailed a bit uh so yeah i was like applying to a bunch of like separate companies and everything like that and that was that was mm -hmm. that was hard right because i have to do a lot of like the the research myself myself and everything right uh yeah yeah eventually i i also i found like a couple um like agents i guess like sure, uh sure. I don't know, like headhunters i don't know what they call it recruiters mm -hmm. maybe but they're like not yeah. like with the company they're like people that will talk to the companies for you as like a oh okay it's like a proxy in a way i don't know yeah um, yeah, yeah but um so that's when they would like send me so i was working with a couple of them at the same time kind of thing and they would like send me from different uh companies mm -hmm. that like uh to see if i was interested or whatever and then they would send yeah. over my resume and talk with like the people directly 
um, and schedule all the interviews and stuff for me. And it's all free for me. Uh, oh, that's the awesome. company in the end pays for like them, their services. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, based on my salary. So for me, it's 100% free, um, which is really nice, honestly. Yeah, um, for sure, yeah. And it turns out the company I'm at now only works with those agencies. Like you can't, like it's, it's oh, hard wow. to actually get like an interview directly uh, just because mm -hmm. they, they don't they're, they're a small company so they prefer like working with like efficiently with like a agent rather than like one-on-one um, sure. -on -one kind sure. of thing right um yeah. so then they sent me this the the company it was a small company and they're uh like my company is pretty small and their their <laughs> website is pretty trash like they don't update it like it's very very like you look at it and it's very mm -hmm. suspicious it doesn't look like a real company um sure, sure. uh so i was like i looked at it, i was like i don't know if i want to apply to this company mm -hmm. um but i didn't have too much else going on as well so then i i interviewed and it was, mm -hmm. it, was it just clicked there it was like it was really good company really good people so it, it worked out um yeah that's great uh but that's how i found the, the job and did interviewed like had like three interviews and then yeah that was it three interviews wow that's awesome Total. Mm. I guess just to speak about like trying to find a job in Japan as a foreigner a little bit, mm. um, especially if you have a job where it's really specific, because so for for me for a little while, mm. um, I also want to try working in Japan in my field, mm. um, and I guess I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, but um, so I in school I studied biomedical uh, engineering technology, which basically mm. means I uh, fix medical instruments. Mm. Um, which like even in Canada, like most people don't even know what that is. Like, yeah, I have yeah. to explain to people like every yeah. time. <laughs> I can imagine. So yeah. like so like to find information about those kind of jobs in Japan mm -hmm. was like it was pretty difficult. Um like I was I, I was I was a little bit more fortunate just because like my last company um was a Japanese company. Really? Um, mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm. So like I, I was looking into working with them, didn't quite work out just for the time being, but you know, mm. um maybe in the future we'll see. But yeah, it was it was very difficult. The really the only reason I kind of found out more besides my company was just meeting people from Japan. Mm. Um, mm. So I guess uh, I guess I, my advice for you if you're trying to find a job in Japan and something really specific is I guess try to I guess maybe try going to meetups. Mm. And there's an okay chance that you'll find someone <laughs> with at least a similar job, and they could probably give you some yeah. advice. Yeah, I think like those connections are really interesting. If anything, even if it's like not someone that like you know will give you a job, I doubt anyone. Yeah, not yeah. Mm -hmm. are gonna be giving you jobs from meetups, but like yeah, for sure, like kind of broadening your 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 horizons in a way, like understanding the, the culture more and like like getting some sort of insight from like uh, if you especially if you meet someone in your industry uh, in your yeah. like your industry mm -hmm. like understanding that industry better and like knowing mm -hmm. you know oh, maybe you should apply to this company or like oh if i know yeah. i have a friend that maybe though there maybe i'll introduce you you know like there's like little stuff there that like yeah absolutely yeah that, right? yeah as you say like especially because if it's like something really specific like it's gonna be really hard to find um information from foreigners that have worked there like i i don't think i've ever mm -hmm. met anyone else that's worked in japan in my field yeah um mm -hmm. so like even for me like i'd never found anyone that worked mm. from japan that's worked in my fields but i did find people that were like a doctor or a nurse and even mm. then like they could still give me a lot of valuable information so even if for they sure. don't have the exact same job they can you know, they still give you a lot of for sure. like, really good information I, yeah i do would recommend for 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 anyone honestly even even for you zach right like uh uh twitter is i think where it's at right now to like oh, connect okay. with like people that uh very very niche 
places like people that are in very very niche places right now like i wish i started twitter a lot earlier like i started it because of (laughs) like for for youtube and everything and that's when i started Mm -hmm. connecting with a lot of people but um the community communities there are like super niche and like there's a lot of like really interesting people there like if i if i went there i probably would have known a lot more about the game industry in japan if i started three years ago there just because like yeah 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 so like uh i'm sure 100 percent sure there's 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 the biomedical (laughs) engineer (laughs) community of like seven people Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but like that's and i'm I'm sure like there's a lot to learn from there right uh it's probably hard to maybe hard to like i mean maybe it'll be easy to search i don't even know because it's pretty niche so maybe it's easy i don't know there's, there's, they're there for sure. It's, it's probably there. Yeah, it's probably out there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a great way to start. Even, even if you don't interact with them, just learning from their what they tweet and everything, right? Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Good place to start. So I recommend that if you're, if you're interested. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I definitely will have to check that out because I've also never really <laughs> taken up Twitter either. So maybe this is, maybe this mm. is the time to get in for me. This is it. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex, oh. Alex, Alexi? Alex, are you living in mm. where? Mm. Where do you live in Japan? Like, I'm I'm in Tokyo right now. Ah, uh, Tokyo right now. So like, yeah. People yeah. in, uh, like d- before you came to work Japan, work in Japan. Did mm. you mm. choose? Did you choose a place where you want to live? Like, did you oh, try I to see. find? I see. Um, like, like when I, because I came, I. Came on, I came to Japan on vacation, like, maybe mm-hmm. two or three years ago. Um, and that's when I did, like, Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka. Mm. And, like, I, I yeah, did, like, yeah, the yeah. Main, what everyone does, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there I got to understand, like, you know, the different regions, the main regions mm. there that are, like, there's a lot of game companies in Osaka and there's a lot of game companies. For in sure, Kyoto. yeah. There's a couple. I guess Nintendo and everything there in Kyoto. So there's, like, the main, mm-hmm. uh, they're, like, the main ones where there's a lot of game companies. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, but I liked Tokyo the most. I think like I'm I'm definitely like a big city. I'm more I like mm. the big city a lot. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely that made me want to ch- stick with Tokyo the most. Mm. Um, so that's like that's so I kind of like came in. I was okay with Osaka as well because there's a lot of good companies there. But For sure. I wanted to be in Tokyo. I think uh, mm. after visiting and like understanding the the region mm-hmm. better and like like I also have a bunch of like a lot of like meetup friends and everything. They're all from Tokyo as well. So like. If I came to Tokyo, I'd have a stronger yeah, yeah, foundation, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, of friends and everything yeah. to start with, which Makes is sense. good. Yeah. Um, so it all worked out that way, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Okay, okay. <laughs> but is that, like, priority for you? Like, like where, where, you, where you live, where you work, like, in Japan? Like, um, like, yeah, for sure. Like, I think the region definitely matters a lot, uh, for me, at least. Mm. Um, yeah, because, uh, like, also, especially in the game industry, like working from home is not a common thing. Oh, okay. Um, oh. It's very common to like, because because just because like you need really a really strong computer, for example, to like do mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah, of course, you, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and then yeah. like, and I've I've worked from home twice, I think, so far uh, mm. in Japan. <laughs> wow. In Japan. Um, and that was just because I was feeling like a little sick, but mm-hmm. so there I had to like use my laptop and like connect using like remote desktop to my like mm-hmm. computer there and it was just mm, so yeah, like yeah. i could not do anything it was like the mo- the least productive two days mm-hmm. ever uh because you know i work i have two monitors i have a proper desk and chair and like uh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the, the computer the computer is crazy strong and like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way I can do get that on get that here. Um, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so because of that, like, uh, and because I'm going gonna be going to work every day, I think like my area is really really important to me. You know, mm. where I, where I actually work. The for sure. That's why I wanted yeah. to go with sure. Tokyo. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay. I see. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it it might be like more difficult if you're like in like Tohoku or something, and like you had to like yeah, drive to, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah I, way more yeah, difficult. Yeah. Not, I don't. I also don't like long commutes. I really don't like long commutes. Uh, mm. When I was in Toronto, I had to. I had to like. I was. I lived downtown for a little bit, but like I mm-hmm. was. I was mm. at home a lot. Um, and one way it was like an hour and a half or something. Oh my god! So I was like, I was in like the Jeez. suburb, right? Uh, and yeah, I was yeah, going. Yeah. To, like, you know, downtown toronto every day kind of thing oh my god um, wait wait <laughs> were, were, were you taking like public transportation or were you driving a uh, public transport i was oh i was okay, okay. driving no i was like driving from mm-hmm. like the suburbs to the to finch station like the the, the, mm. the, oh, the, the most station in toronto yeah uh and then from there i was taking public transit and i had to like do two oh. stops ah like, that's crazy things. And then walk a bunch. It was like it was like it was, it was crazy. It was, it was nuts. So like even uh, during rush hour is like sometimes wow. two hours kind of thing, right? One. Oh, way. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I did a lot of Japanese studies though during during. Like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for I sure, used for sure. that time, but I hated it. So now I try to limit. limit what about now? Sure. Now, yeah, for sure. how long will it take? Now it's um, uh, now I'm doing like 30, 40 minutes, which is not ideal. I'm I'm moving soon. Um. Oh, okay. Because uh, my office is moving like soon, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to mm. with like at the same time trying to move. So then yeah, I can, yeah, like, that'd be good. Uh, okay. Um, so I'm like looking at a place right now that's a six minute walk from my new office. Oh, that's perfect. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Ooh, ooh, that's that'll. That's so good. <laughs> but yeah, that's my situation right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, is it difficult to find a place where you live in Japan? I mean, yeah, like. It's the worst. Well, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, as a foreigner, it's... So as a foreigner, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, like, yeah. I thought that, like, being Canadian and, mm-hmm. like, speaking Japanese, being able yeah. to speak enough Japanese uh, would yeah, have helped yeah, yeah. me. But, like, even yet... So, yesterday and the day before yesterday, I, I was at, at, like, a like a like like an agency the whole day. The yeah, whole, yeah. Both, yeah. Right, we were looking for, for a place. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I would say like only thirty percent of places are actually okay with foreigners. It's it's yeah, like a yeah. small. It's a pretty yeah, small. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, I mean, like the aid the guy I was working with, like he's super nice and like he wasn't showing. He would check every place before even showing me, uh, yeah. like because he you, you know if I, I don't, you don't you don't want like me to like a place and then you check and then you're like oh actually you can't because you're a foreigner. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't want to hear that, right? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but like. Yesterday, I found a place on my own. Like, I found a, like a, a thing online, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, I want to live here, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, right? Like, it was a beautiful place, right? And yeah, I was yeah. like, so excited to like, like visit mm-hmm. it or whatever, right? But it was, I found it myself. I didn't check anything. I didn't say anything about foreigners, right? So now I was like, oh, can you please yeah. check this place? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then it turned out it was, it was, it was, it was bad. Or you can like, it was no foreigners, kind of thing. Uh, it sucked. Um, yeah, it sucked so much. Yeah, but apparently it was like for because they had bad experiences with foreigners before. I think like their people mm-hmm. threw like parties or something like that, um, mm-hmm. and they had bad experiences with them before. So they just kind of like did a whole all right, no foreigners at all then kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, 
yeah i mean in the end you probably don't want to live with you don't want to have an owner that thinks like that yeah either, I feel. So that's like, true it's a good way to filter the people you don't want to sure. uh kind of be associated with but yeah, yeah. Um, I guess just to speak to that a little bit more, uh, just, to, I guess, for advice for people moving to Tokyo, I guess, like, especially if you want your own place, or I sorry, I should say in Japan, general, if you want your own place, like, try to find a city that has agencies that, like, cater to foreigners, because um, mm. it makes it a lot easier, like, it's, though it can be kind of surprising sometimes, because, like, when I was looking for places, um, mm. I was looking for places in, like, Kanagawa, and there were, like, no agencies that catered to foreigners. Uh, I, can imagine. Mm. I can imagine, very, yeah. very niche, yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, for me, it was a little, also a little different. I had an easier time just because since my girlfriend's Japanese, mm. that definitely helped. But mm. still, like, it's it's surprising even in that situation how many places like we were turned down from. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird. I I thought it'd be a little better. I thought it'd be like, oh, maybe like like twenty percent of places don't are, are not okay, but like mm. a lot of places. Yeah, it's crazy. I did not expect like seventy percent to just say no. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. so hopefully that's changing one day. But. Um, yeah hopefully yeah yeah hopefully you could get that one six minutes away from your work that would be yeah i'm like great. i'm like very picky as well so i'm like trying to because i can like apply for it right away but i'm like also like is there a better place is there a better yeah, oh like, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's the eternal problem yeah yeah, yeah. i'm like yeah. i also saw like another place i really really liked was just like mm. the perfect place uh mm -hmm. uh so then I, it's always in my mind and i was like maybe maybe there's a place another place like that is yeah that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so now I'm trying. I just hope it doesn't get taken away at this point. So I'm playing with the I'm playing with fire right now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, best of luck. So, do you prefer? I guess for I guess playing video games, do you prefer Western games or Japanese ones? Um, mm. depends on it. Like, I I enjoy a good indie game. I really like indie oh, games. Okay. Uh, like the smaller, uh, small scale games. I really enjoy those. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and those. I, I feel like the Japanese indie game industry isn't too big right now. I think it's growing, hmm. um, but obviously, like the in like in the West, um, it's, definitely it's, it's, it's very very big, right? There's a lot of yeah. small studios. Um, like my favorite game is called A Short Hike. Uh, oh, it's by a guy. Uh, it's by one guy, a Toronto a guy from Toronto actually. Um, oh, cool. I met him in Toronto actually. He was he was he did like a talk and then like uh, mm -hmm. uh, got a chill with him a little bit after which is super cool um but definitely that's like my favorite game and something that you finish in like you can finish in like an hour or two um oh, sure. I, i've replayed it like 10 times but like it's great um mm -hmm. but that's like that's a that's a western game i would say um mm -hmm. but i do enjoy like a lot of my childhood was based on like kingdom hearts and pokemon sure, sure. uh so i really there's a there's a definitely a, a lot of love for japanese games as well in my heart the bigger games the bigger like western games like like uh the big open world games or whatever i enjoy mm -hmm. but i never have time for it so i never like yeah like, i get it, it yeah. it's it's it especially now maybe as a kid i like them more um but mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's it's not i don't play them now for sure um so i'm kind of in a weird middle of like, like uh, i'm weird middle there um especially as an adult yeah, yeah. i just play rocket league all the time that's all i do now so i, mean, I guess that's the sure. uh, <laughs> i know i know zach i remember uh like you said in like a previous podcast right where mm -hmm. you 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 don't you don't like western games 
<laughs> was that was that it's, or... a, it's a... It's okay. It it it, it kind of in that episode. It seems like mm. I don't like Western. <laughs> just that I'm I'm so picky. Like I'm so, I'm so you picky. Should, you should be picky. You should be picky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and lately, I'm kind of the same with you. Like so, like when I was in like high school, especially like I really liked open world games. Like I really enjoyed like fall games, especially a lot, and mm. uh, I guess like Assassin's Creed games as well. But these days, like if I hear a game's open world, it's a bit of a turnoff for me. I almost. feel that, it's, yeah, because it's yeah. like it's like there's almost too much to do. Yeah, um, I like. I just, when am I, just, I gonna have that time? Like, yeah, exactly. It's like I want just like a good focused experience. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that, that that's why I'm like all about the smaller. The, the smaller sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely a short hike. Everyone should play that. It's like five bucks. Uh, so if you have some time, play that. I recommend it. Uh, sure, sure. It's on Switch as well. I, I don't know. I'm oh, awesome. so strong for it, but I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> um what's um what, what's the genre i mean i guess kind of beyond indie game oh a short hike yeah it's um i mean hikes in the name so there's i guess there's like walking but like it's it's a top down mm. it's kind of top down ish like oh okay um mm. uh you're a bird a talking bird like you're okay. in a world where like everyone's just animals and they all talk normally sure, sure. um and you're visiting your uh you're visiting like family that lives on this island or whatever, like for for a summer vacation. Um, okay, cool. And but there's no reception, uh, and apparently there's only reception at the top of the the mountain that's in the middle of this this island. So mm-hmm. you have you have to do this short hike to get reception because you want to call your mom, uh, and so you have to get to the top. Of the <laughs> sure. And that's the, that's the whole point of the game. Um, I like it. I like it. Uh, but what the best thing is just like all the all the all the NPCs that you can talk to are like it's, it's a very like like dialogue driven where like they're just like the cutest things and like they're really really well mm-hmm. animated like the the pop bubbles itself like the the, the mm-hmm. speech and everything is like super like it's like how people text nowadays you know where like they'll send oh, sure. like 20 messages mm-hmm. really small they're like hey what's up <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah, really yeah, know yeah. what like, it's <laughs> like sure. really really yeah. like small right there right but it's like super cute and like it really works with like how like we talk now nowadays i feel and like you just love every character, the like the a lot of personality. I played it in Japanese as well recently because I I, oh, cool. I played it normally on like uh, on PC on Steam, and then I found mm-hmm. out they have now Japanese on Switch, and so I bought it immediately and I played yeah, it yeah. again. And in Japanese, it's also like really really um, cute and like the oh, awesome. proper. It was properly translated. I feel like there's a lot of personality in every message they have. Kind of thing. It's really cute. I recommend it awesome yeah so i guess for sure check that out okay so i guess with that uh we'll wrap it up um so yeah of course thank you again for being here alex we really appreciate it yeah well, thank you it was fun it was uh kind of talk talk for a little a little too long but yeah um so once again can you just tell people where they could find you uh oh yeah yeah i guess and whatnot yeah 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 so um i i normally i'm putting up most of my efforts right now into my podcast just because i'm busy so i don't have time to make videos but um mm-hmm. check out the ikinari podcast uh it's every week uh thursday or friday i don't know it's also kind of ikinari random random where we when we sure. post it. Um, <laughs> it fits with the theme yeah no we're, we're trying to we're trying to stick on be on brand you know um yeah yeah otherwise check out my youtube as well uh somewhat jp or on i'm on twitter a lot as well uh so at me there um and yeah thanks for having me guys yeah thanks for being here again yeah thank you for being here. Uh, yeah yeah and then um so for next week um i think we're gonna be talking about uh actually naoyo's experience uh, yep. in japan versus canada mm. 
so yeah uh, thank you everyone for listening you could find our podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube french you name it we're probably on it uh and yeah so until next week Matane. Matane. Matane.